At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 11 offensive linemen, two running backs, one quarterback. Classic NFL formation. I bet old Billy O'Brien's got something cooking in that kitchen, Andy Hart, and we are here to talk about it with critical decisions, difficult departures, just a wild, chaotic day where Bill Belichick, Bill O'Brien, Matt Groh and company chose chaos and we are here to react on the official roster cut down edition of six rings and football things brought to you by our fabulous sponsor FanDuel Sportsbook FanDuel make every moment more and that was the theme of the summer for a lot of New England Patriots players that your old pal Nick Fitzy Stevens and Andy Jumbo Hart are here to discuss they tried to make every moment more and for some whether it was your draft status or the effort energy and attitude you put forth it paid off, and you are now a member of the New England Patriots. For some, expectedly, and for a few, unexpectedly, the tribe has spoken. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. But maybe stay around in the area. We may have a practice squad job for you. Or you could even make the roster if we put one or two players on injured reserve. Let's get right to it, Andy. Obviously, the biggest reaction of the day was not that the New England Patriots did not hold on to athletic super freak Cunningham, Malik that it was Bailey Zappi, the zapper. Farewell, Zappi hour. Bill Belichick and Billy O'Brien basically said, listen, y'all don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Zappi hour is over. Or is it? What an interesting decision. We didn't feel like he had a good summer. You were very critical of him, as other fans and media members were. We saw him getting his ass chewed out by Billy O'Brien the other night when he missed a throw, oddly enough, to, of all people, Malik Cunningham. And now he's without a job after having won several games for the New England Patriots last year. Let's get your immediate thoughts on the overall reaction, Zappy Hour, no Malik Cunningham, and so much more. So um, first thing that pops into my head is the old cliche, if you have two quarterbacks, then you don't have one. Well, what if you only have one quarterback? Does that mean you're really good? <laughs> like, I'm going to need a little addition, an update, a modernization to the cliche. <laughs> exactly. And by the way, I was a little bit surprised. I think even you took the bait. I figured... I didn't have to put hashtag sarcasm on my tweet today where I wrote like, wow, Zappy and Cunningham have been released. I guess it's Mac's job now. No shit, audience. Whoa, whoa, no, whoa. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, they are. Well, they, their parents Why? are doing a terrible job. I was going to say to Uncle Fitzy and old cranky cousin hearts. Roster so, cut down podcast. I, I was surprised. And if you need us to go through the entire 53, do we need to? 
Well, we'll kind of dabble. We'll bounce we'll around. And okay. as, we'll get right. there as we go. It'll this be more the, of a charcuterie board of the roster. Right, anyway. right. In the second half, we'll probably do a two-legger here. In the first half of the podcast, we'll have our immediate reactions to the big moves. Then we'll kind of go position by position. Yeah. Uh, all right, that sounds good. Good game plan. So, all right, keep going. Yeah. I First of all, I want to know where those blog entries went that were posted over the summer that said uh, Bailey Zappi is quietly winning the quarterback con competition in Foxborough. Um, they should probably go back and remove those, scrub those from the internet like the Patriots once tried to scrub Aaron Hernandez from their record books. Um, Zappi was not good, mm -mm. but that doesn't mean I'm not surprised. I'm absolutely surprised that they cut him. I'm absolutely surprised. I'm intrigued, interested to see how this plays out because obviously you have to have a backup quarterback. Now, maybe it's as simple as they don't. Here comes Tom Brady. I don't think it's that simple. <laughs> Why uh, not? Just allow a fan to dream for. I know. I know. I know. Maybe but... it's as simple as they think. Oh, yeah. Bailey Zappi will easily clear waivers and we'll just put him on the practice squad and then we'll bump him up to the active roster for the game. However, Andy, you shared this on Twitter. I thought of it. You had the exact wording down because you were part of the Fort Knox of football for two decades of your human existence. What is the, what is the, yeah, exactly. You had a little Stockholm syndrome because even though you kind of hate the place, you still love it. Um, what is the classic line from Bill Belichick about being prepared to lose a player? If you cut a player, you have to be prepared to lose him. And that is the mentality. You can't. You know, we sometimes do it in the lead up to this day. Oh, you, you know, just cut him, put him on the practice squad. Well, yeah, that could happen. Mm -hmm. But a quarterback, I mean, we're in an NFL where there's not enough quarterbacks to go around. It only takes, quote unquote, just one to say, yeah, I thought Zappi looked pretty good for those couple weeks last year. I'd like to work with him and see if he could be a developmental guy for us, whether a starter or a backup. So they told you how much they thought of Bailey's. It's like, for example, if you had a nice hoodie and you're at the airport by yourself and you're just sitting there and you're like, I got to go to the bathroom. I'm just going to leave my hoodie here lying on this, this seat. I'm sure it'll be here when I get yeah, back. Well, I saw, uh, someone obviously saw me, person they don't know, take it off. Nobody would right. steal it in plain no. sight, right? Even though it clearly says without labeling it, take me if you want me. Right. So that's Bailey Zappi right now. He is just laying there on a seat at the airport and you're in the bathroom. You're going to come back. I don't know if you have diarrhea. I don't know if you're peeing. I don't know how long you're going to be gone for, but you're coming back from the um, details are the key. Oh, well, I was going to say, why did this get so explicit? Jeez. Well, you I had mean, Mexican and a lot of corn the night before. So you may be gone for a little while. And then when you come back, you're going to find out is my sweatshirt there? Cause if so, I'll put it back on and continue to wear it on the rest of my trip. That'll be nice. If not, well, it's kind of on me. I left my sweatshirt there. So that's the point you're at. First of all, Malik Cunningham, we know, we talked all along, put him on the practice squad, let him develop as whatever he's going to be. Well, he was the only exciting part of the preseason, though, Andy. I mean, that is uh, true. Straight, straight up, the yeah. only juice whoa, whoa, or jolt. What about Lonnie Perkins? Okay, well, uh, who also yes. Got cut. <laughs> who also, oh, by the way, was the last cut uh, as well. The, the final cuts being Ty Montgomery, uh, something Giles, whatever his name is, uh, and <clears throat> uh, Ronnie Perkins, which was who threw up. Uh, yeah, who, who vomited. However, actually played his ass off and gave us at least a little bit of a memory. It's about time. He has a third-round pick in his third season. Has done absolutely nothing. Was drafted. Yeah, drafted before Ramondre had the same school. Third season, third preseason game. Nice of you to finally show up where you've been the last two-plus years. Now, that's a prime candidate for the practice squad uh, to yeah, hopefully develop him a little bit further. Claimed. He could you think so? Claimed. Yes. Just because, because he flashed in one game? No, 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 no. Third-round pick. 
yep. who missed his first two years on IR, basically. People say, wait a minute, we liked him coming out of the draft. We actually had him as a late second, early third as well. He hasn't proven he can't play. He's just mm-hmm. proven he hasn't been available. Yeah, I'll give him a shot. Did you see him in the third preseason game? Dude vomited and still made the tackle. I could see him as a guy that could get claimed. That's because the left tackle was dodging the regurge, but that's I would, okay. I would too. Because <laughs> then I would be puking. There'd be a whole what, pile of puke there. Well, we'll see if Ronnie Perkins has a reversal of fortune on his playing days in Foxborough. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think Malik Cunningham gave us the only real jolt of the preseason with the fourth quarter. The scampers, the dec- the nice throw to Trey Nixon that he dropped. I almost wonder if they would have kept him if Trey Nixon held on to the damn ball. No, Trey Nixon obviously. And I know, no. I know. He did his and, part. That play had out, nothing to do with Malik Cunningham. And, and we do happen to wonder if something again, once again, like with all interesting ideas, theories, and agendas, it was floated here first on the Six Rings and Football Things podcast. Perhaps the New England Patriots didn't play Malik Cunningham very much in the final two games, so they could shake the scent of success off of him. Hopefully, cut him. Stash him on the practice squad, have him be the practice squad quarterback to get people game day ready for a lot of running QBs on the Patriots schedule this season and then see where he is later or perhaps in year two of his development. Between the two, I think Bailey Zappi is the one more likely to be taken by another team. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, As I'm, I'm sorry. You can't win NFL games and be 100% certain the guy is going to make it through waivers so in a league in a league where there's not enough quarterbacks. Somebody might say, yeah, hell, hell, it could be the freaking maybe it's the Packers. Maybe the Packers played him more like that guy showed some moxie. He's at Lambeau Field. Like, I, I don't know. But I, I do think that there is because, again, it only takes one. And we should just before we um, go too much further, I just wanted to clarify because I actually yep. had some tweet questions about this. So the players that are not vested veterans, less than four years of experience, guys like Cunningham, Zappi, whoever, most of these players go uh, on the waiver wire. And that begins tonight, and it mm-hmm. runs through noon tomorrow. And I never Oh, so we'll get this. a flurry. Okay, just to, to set the audience's expectations. Thank you for that little bit, little bit of info, that nug. So by noontime tomorrow, if you're a Patriots person, You'll be seeing from the Cadlicks and the Daniels and the Cox and the Callahans, etc. Reese, Garigian, Hearts, Fitzies. You'll be seeing so-and-so has been claimed by the blank or so-and-so has cleared waivers. Because I'm sure a lot of fans are wondering, like, will Ronnie Perkins come back? Did we get Malik? Where do we lose J.J. Taylor? And the way it works is it's basically the draft order is the order in which teams can claim players. We're still using last year's one loss record. So the Patriots are 14th in the waiver wire process. Okay. And the players, each team basically looks at all the players and says, oh, I'd like that guy. You basically, it's like a a sealed bid. You basically say, I would claim that guy. When I claim him, here's the name of the person I would remove from my roster. Because obviously to add a player to your 53, somebody's going to go. So you would, you'd say, yes, I'll take X. And when, if I am awarded X, I will give up Y and obviously. So the Houston Texans, like it kind of goes straight on down the wire, but yes, till noon tomorrow, once that all plays out, you'll get the flurry of these guys were claimed by various teams. Oh, the Patriots lost this guy or the Patriots game, this guy. And then once that occurs afternoon tomorrow, then everybody who cleared waivers, who's not on that transaction wire as being claimed, then you can start to sign those guys to your practice squad. That's where you'll get the flurry of, Patriots are expected to sign 
Malik Cunningham, Bailey Zappi, this guy, that guy. Andrew right. Stuber. Yeah, 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 et cetera. Yeah. All there. Because most teams, the 16-man practice squad, if you if you pay attention to start the year, most teams, the practice squad ends up being like 14 guys they cut and maybe two other guys. Like it's, it's at least eight, really like high. 13 to three, 14 and two at worst, 12 and four. So bare bare minimum 75%. And they're like, and in fact, the interesting thing about this Patriots team is that the one spot where you would have thought, Hey, maybe they'll have an eye on who gets released everywhere else. Now there's, there's going to be an eye on other spots. And we'll get to that in a couple of minutes in the second leg of the podcast, but a spot you would have thought, okay, the Patriots are probably doing some scouting on 31 potential cut candidates other teams cut candidates it would have been an offensive tackle except now in the last couple of days they make trades one for pierre strong for tyrone wheatley jr out of cleveland and then verdarian Lowe out of uh minnesota for a 2024 six round pick of which they had two they keep their own nobody really cares so now if they're looking somewhere else could it be at positions like running back where they only have two utah give me two quarterback where they have uh, just one, a single ah, quarterback, Stacy. They have one quarterback on the roster. Uh, tight ends, they only have two. So They're I'd be very curious. Cu- they can't even field a fantasy roster. No, they one can't. Quarterback, <laughs> two, right? Like it's, it's like, like right now. <laughs> they have no backup. They have no depth. If you literally started a fantasy team based on the Patriots, you would, ha- you would have no quarterback during the bye week because you don't right. have a backup. Yeah, it's that's been I mean, this is nuts. It's and and I do think you're right. I think the proactive moves to trade for Wheatley and Lowe were would have been could have been waiver wire claims, but they Mm -hmm. probably decided, oh, that guy probably won't get to us. Somebody else will claim him. Potentially, we're going to beat them to the punch. Certainly in the Wheatley strong one. That's Mm -hmm. a classic kind of. This is disrespectful, and I don't mean it to be so, but it's the saying is the saying, like, it's a trash for trash trade. Like, it's one man's cut for another man's cut. Like, careful, though. Sometimes one man's trash is another man's treasure. You got to be careful, too. People on the X were not very happy that I called the battle for the right tackle spot the hobo rumble. They thought that was disrespectful and embarrassing to people keeping up a job. We're just trying to have a little fun. Typo in there. Oh, shit. Honest to God. Is it? By the way, is it me or has the X? Oh, it has not been giving it to you lately. It's not nearly as fun as it used to be, but that's a conversation no. for another day. It's not, right? Okay, yeah, I just wanted to make sure. So let's talk about that offensive line position for a minute because 11 is a lot. What is now, is it usually, it's usually eight to nine that a team will enter with. Like they'll have yeah. one, a, some a, ba- a swing tackle. Maybe a tackle that can play guard and a guard that can play center. That's usually even, so eight, maybe not a little bit. I want to say some teams have gone even like seven, eight, or seven because in recent years the rules are very fluid. And I don't know all the details, but the offensive line elevation rules from the practice squad are very simple. So some people have sort of utilized that for those extra offensive linemen. But whatever we joked about with quarterback, you know, if you have two, you don't have one. Well, if you have 11 offensive linemen, you sure as hell should be able to find five, right? I mean, mm-hmm. cut it in half and you still have an extra. So it, it it is amazing. And the weirdness is the Wheatley and Low arrival. Like on paper, those guys look impressive. Six foot six, 320 pounds, athletic, feisty, having good summers. But can you, I mean, how long does it take Adrian Clem to try to get those guys to where they can even be competitive or even be 
options. And I would say the same thing with Calvin Anderson, who comes off of NFI and spoke in the locker room sort of vaguely. Today-ish? Ominously, yeah, but about very serious illness. And I'll talk about it more when the time is appropriate. But he thought his career was in jeopardy. Oh, my goodness. So whatever was going on with, with Calvin Anderson, I would put him in the mix with Wheatley and Lowe and, like, how can you get up to speed? How fast can you play catch up? And then you have the regular injury guys, the Cole Stranges and the Riley Reefs. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I kind of understand why you have to have 11 because one, two, three, four, at least five of them. I don't know if they can possibly be ready for the opener. So that really only leaves you six. And now you're like, wait, only six. That means I only have one backup and five stars. So even though there's numbers there, it's still kind of a mess in terms of who are going to be the starting five, who's six, seven, and eight uh, on opening day against the Eagles. And we like to remind people once again, an Eagles team that led the NFL in sacks by 15 a year ago. They were 15 sacks uh-huh. better than second place. And they replaced their one of their best pass rushers, Javon Hargrave, with arguably the best defensive lineman, not only to come out of this draft, but maybe to possibly come out of the draft in the last several years in Jordan Davis and this preseason, as many of your new England Patriots did not much to acquit or uh, themselves or impress. He ate people like literally picked up people and ate them. Like if he I was in creative, a Roald Dahl novel. If I were more creative and technically capable, this is where I would insert the dog sitting in the room on fire. Gif put max head on the dog and the Eagles pass rushers on top of all the flames and just say, mm-hmm. it's fine. This is fine. Fine. <laughs> I, I actually, somebody made me that, but they took the dog's head off and put the flying Elvis logo on top of that. Fans right. didn't like when I tweeted that out last year. And you know what? what I, I was only being honest, but again, it is what it is. Let's try to traffic in reality without being outrageous here, full of rampant speculation and inflated high hopes. Yeah. I, look, I, they may obviously be telegraphing the idea, Andy, by keeping 11 offensive linemen, that there's going to be a lot of, jumbo packages and i know you love the word jumbo however my god are we going to be seeing basically seven offense there's two running backs one quarterback and 11 offensive linemen are we going to be seeing running plays where they're going to be stacking line with not one but two like a maybe one of the more mobile tackles in a tight end like position they didn't keep matt sokol they didn't keep ferkser they didn't keep lumpkin yeah and then maybe another one of the giant guards almost acting like a fullback and just try, trying to challenge people to a good old-fashioned, you know, bar fight on the field. Like, all right, we're just going to throw this punch with Zeke and seven giant humans. See if you can stop it. Yeah, there's no doubt in my mind. I said this to you the other day on Fitzy and Hart on WEI when somebody asked about offensive identity. I think they're going to run the ball and throw the ball short. And, yes, I think there will be some jumbo packages. Tyrone Wheatley, for example, is a converted mm-hmm. or former tight end. I won't say converted because when you blow up to 320, you kind of ate yourself out of the tight end position. Um, 6'6", 320 is a pretty big tight end. Yes. Um, But, yeah, I think you will see some of those because they don't have a fullback. They don't have a blocking tight end. They may not really have two healthy tight ends at all. I'm not really sure Gasicki and and Hunter Henry. They're both back on the practice field, Mm -hmm. but they dealt with their own issues in the last week plus two weeks. Um, So, yeah, I think you will see some of those bigger packages now whether it works whether and whether you can do that if you're down 14 nothing to the eagles because i don't know not only do they have a good defense the eagles also have a pretty good quarterback wide receivers mm. offense the whole thing I, i'm not sure if you know th- know this as well but uh, espn recently in their ranking of uh the top 100 players in the nfl said jalen hurts eagles quarterback 
presumably almost Super Bowl MVP had things gone their way, is the third best player in the NFL right now. Oh, nice. Third best. We got that going for us. We don't have to. No, we, we got, nope. Nope. No big, deal. no big deal. No big deal. And also the Eagles, by the way, today, who have a terrific starting tight end and Dallas Goddard swung a trade for Albert O. I'm not going to bother trying to pronounce his name because I know I I'm know. just going to. Albert O. I'm not familiar. I need his full name. Uh, oh, you need, oh, do you need me to butcher the last name? Yep. Albert Oquigbunum. Oquigbunum. Albert O. Albert, Albert, Albert. Uh, yes, Albert O was who went off for like 10 and 109 and a touchdown in the final game of the pretend season, catching a lot of passes from old pal Jarrett Stidham. He got Liddy with the Stiddy, uh, was now traded today instead of being cut for a sixth rounder to the Eagles, who already have a good tight end room. So mm -hmm. the rich continue to get richer, and we're hoping that maybe the Patriots claim Colt McCoy when they put Tyquan Thornton on injured reserve. God help us. Well, the good news is the Eagles, even if they trade for Jonathan Taylor because he's on PUP now, he would have mm -hmm. to miss the opener against the Patriots. So ah, that's the good news. Ah, Optimistic Andy. Chess over checkers, baby. All right, those are our immediate reactions to the Patriots roster cutdowns and the chaos of roster cutdown days. The Patriots have made their way officially from 90 men to 53 players. What are your thoughts? Who are you missing besides Malik Cunningham? Uh, a call to Zappy Hour being finished. No more happy for Zappy. Uh, like, hopefully, practice squad, but we will see. Once again, as Andy informed you earlier, as of 12 o'clock, high noon Eastern time on Wednesday, we'll find out if the Patriots placed any claims on other teams' waiver players that they released and who that they released has been scooped up by other teams. If Ronnie Perkins becomes the new Camus Grugier Hill, I'm going to be personally pissed. We'll see how those things shake out. Please like, subscribe, share, all those things that you're supposed to do on the internet to make sure that your friends and you both never miss an episode. Stay up to beat with all the necessary Patriots news, information, perspective, analysis, and so much more here on Six Rings and Football Things. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right. Second leg. Let's go through the actual 53-man roster here on Six Rings and Football Things brought to you by, of course, our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel, make every moment more. What an interesting bet of the week we will have this week before next week, which is actually the first week of the season. That will be week one, kicking off with Kansas City versus Detroit, Thursday night, September 7th at 8.20 p.m. That's a hell of a kickoff. If that game plays out the way it should, we may be in for a fun season. I have a feeling this week we'll probably be doing more along the lines of 
propositional bets, player props, over-unders, etc. on the coming season. All right, Andy, here we go. I'm going to run through it right now in case anyone hasn't had a chance to read it. We've got one quarterback, Mac Jones, two running backs, Ramondre Stevenson and Zeke. Wide receiver six, Parker, Smith-Schuster, Bourne, Tyquan Thornton, Demario Douglas, and yes, as you pointed out on Twitter, and I, you were so proud of yourself for doing it, the booty call was made. Two tight ends, Hunter Henry okay, wait, and Kasicki. Let's pause right there at, at wide receiver, though. Let's. Well, I, I was gonna, uh, I was gonna zip through it, and then we can and go I'd back and go. Pause, you want to pause? Yeah, yeah, no. So, um, couple, <laughs> you millennial. Couple notes. What? Okay, I said you, you millennial. Couple uh, notes on the wide receiver position. Uh -huh. um, there was the report earlier in the day that the Patriots had received calls on Kendrick Bourne. Uh, Correct. Again, stupid. I don't know why the Patriots would even consider trading a guy who I think could be their best receiver. I, I It never made sense to me when Bill Barnwell suggested they should trade him or when Fox Sports said they should trade him. Mm -hmm. Thank God they kept him. Um, obviously, the good young story of Demario Douglas, who we knew was a lock about two and a half weeks ago. Didn't play worth a two. Yep, that's field. right. And Kayshawn Booty, who came on late um, after being highly overrated in the spring and early in camp, actually kind of sucked to start camp, came mm -hmm. on strong, makes the roster. Tyquan Thornton, I think everybody is assuming, may end up on IR tomorrow once that is uh, allowed to be done so he can return mm -hmm. later. Oh, um, and by the way, can you do that at the same time that you get the waiver claims, or does that have to – like, can you do it a little earlier? Do you do it I, a little no, no, later? You could, you could put – I believe – you could claim a player and say, if we get him, Tyquan Thornton is going on IR with a designation to return. I would not be surprised if we see that. Wouldn't be surprised in the leastest. Okay, if we're going to go through the skill positions first before we get to the Hobo Rumble, uh, it is still stunning that they only have one quarterback on the roster. There has to be, we'll start there, there has to be a veteran backup Absolutely. that Bill O'Brien said to, Bill Belichick, like, guy, I can't, I mean, I listen, Zappy's a good kid. I get it. 62 touchdowns his senior season, blah, blah, blah. And I know he won a couple games last year. I need a real veteran backup to help me run this thing. Like, I need somebody who's been there and done that. I don't know if it's that. Um, you know, I think everybody has jumped on the Colt McCoy bandwagon, who's apparently kind of recovering from an injury, a shoulder issue that he's working out in Arizona. Um, Will Greer who was a popular mm. Patriot um, prospect Target, back yep. in the Combine days coming out of West Virginia, I believe, at the time. By the way, he had a hot preseason for the Cowboys. He was good. So he's a guy that could be a simple um, availability. Uh, and, but, yes, there, the, there has – I don't believe, even if they get Malik and Zappi on the practice squad, I don't believe that's the plan. I have to think there is some other – now – whether it's a true veteran, like, you know, we've lived in the world of Brian Hoyer. That's a true veteran backup mm -hmm. journeyman, been around a long time. I don't know if it's that um, or if there's just a, you know, a middling, younger, whoever it may be kind of guy that they have there. But there has to be a quarterback that's coming. There has to be. You can't just go into a season hoping uh, that freaking Mac Jones stays healthy behind this still to be determined no. offensive line with game day elevations for Malik Cunningham or Bailey Zappi. Like you just don't, I, I can, okay. I'm about to turn the half century in a couple of months. I know I don't act it. Don't look at oh. Thanks so much guys. But yeah, I'm an, I'm an old, no, I'm not really. Uh, but it's all right. Shut up. But the point, the point being that in all my football watching days, I don't ever, ever, ever remember seeing a team have 
a active quarterback. One. Well, no, you thing. can't. You can't. You it can't do be, that. I mean, do you remember when Bill Belichick called Bill Polian irresponsible for not having a, a proper backup to Peyton Manning the year he got hurt? <laughs> we just watched an NFC team get a rule changed because they pissed through three quarterbacks in a game in the playoffs and then had their running back running the Wildcat in the second half because there were no capable humans that could throw the football forward. It was nuts. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not worried about there will be a second quarterback active against the Eagles whether it's Bailey Zappi or whether it's an addition at some point in the next two weeks. Again, though, I would also argue, just like these linemen we're talking about, so you're going to get a quarterback up to speed in less than two weeks, right? Like, So maybe mm -hmm. you have to have three. Do you have to have Bailey Zappi active with this other guy if this other guy even arrives? Like, there's a lot going on. Bill said there's a lot of balls in the air. There's still a lot of balls in the air. Take your bet right now. Uh, Greer, McCoy, or someone else? Give me Greer. Yeah, I don't feel why great not? about it. Like, let's have no, but let's have let's have some fun. You know, in case Mac doesn't work out this year, you go into next year with Greer and someone in the draft. Who knows? And I believe he was a guy. Now, this is totally off the top of my head. Now, here's a guy. This guy. This guy. Um, I'm pretty sure he spoke a lot at the combine, and this is going back whatever it was, four years ago, uh, about studying the Patriots, watching a lot of Patriots offensive tape and and things of that nature so maybe he has a little background uh in uh -huh. it Am, is my memory right are you googling third it? round draft pick in 2019 of yeah. the carolina panthers and if you google west virginia yep. patriots i bet you you can find stories about him talking about watching patriots film and studying patriots plays and things of that nature i i swear that was a story at the combine that year yeah, there's a whole lot of buzz. I mean, yesterday people were even saying Will Greer's prefer like the smartest landing spot for Will Greer would be New England. So right. So yeah, every okay. everyone everyone's kind of in on that. All right, moving on to running back. Uh, once again, you're listening to WWFT, the What the F Radio Network, with Fitzy and Hart coming at you right now. Where where's the? I'm sorry, I, I was just Kevin uh, Harris will be on the practice squad. Cool. Where's the third down back? Oh, where's the scat back? Where's the third down? Where's the where's the offensive weapon? Where's the hybrid down back? backs on the roster? You got two big guys with soft hands. Yes, they, but who's yes. the other? That's it. Two running backs. Have you I mean, not who, seen a game where two running backs have been dinged up before? Going on the wishbone. You you want a whole trio of them in the backfield? You you don't think carrying three running backs is smart in the modern NFL? Yeah, they'll have one. Kevin Harris on the practice squad. Yeah, you can call him up anytime. On the telephone? Wait, yeah. why not keep time on guy? Is he not healthy? Is it just that he's continually too dinged up that he hasn't been healthy enough? He's been dinged up all summer in his whole life, and he hasn't been good in six years. What are you talking about? I mean, if you are somebody who merits last time he was good. a compliment from Ivan Fears saying he looks good, that would be my choice for third Ivan down back. Fears if he's a nice man. And you can't listen to these people. Mike Reese wrote a whole story that Pierre Strong was the next James White. Poppycock. I told you at the time it was poppycock. No one wanted to listen. They, when I say these things, they, oh, Andy's negative, always a pessimist. I'm right a lot. Terps, save that for the promo. Yeah, there you go. There's your breath. There you go. It was 29 minutes in when Andy put out his plume of feathers and said, I'll have you know that's poppycock, and I'm right more often than not. With an emphasis. I just think it's, well, let me just at least, yeah, and way too much poppy for my liking. I, let me just also say, or at least voice my feeling as both fan and media, whatever, that I'm disappointed that they have not been able to develop another running back. That there's, 
that there is no scat back. Guy who's a top ten back in 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 Ramondre Stevenson. You can't have good. It. And then they sign somebody that uh, a cast off that you know who's likely while his best days are behind him, I'm sure can still gut out another season of quality football yeah. and a good short yardage hammer and a third down back and pass pro blah blah blah. All the things I've touted about Zeke. You don't want to change a pace back. You don't want someone smaller or quicker. Yes, you can find him. JJ Taylor will be available when you need to sign him. All right, man, you're stocking a pan, like an emergency cabinet. You have a little like break glass in case of emergency war chest that you're thinking is going to be stocked, but you don't know if other teams are going to be, have been watching. You know and why? Plucking. Why? You know why? Because I don't think the Patriots roster is great. So I don't think the Patriots. 59th player is going to get scooped up all that quickly because other teams have better players. So your 59th player will probably be available for a while. He'll be, you know, when you put something out on the street after a yard mm. sale and you hope people take it, it's happens all the time. Still happens there. all the time. It's junk. Wow. So basically the Patriots are participating uh, for locals in the know in Alston Christmas, just yes. a lot of junk on the yep. street. That yep. <laughs> And every once in a while you get a nice, you know, Whatever. You get like a nice little something from Ikea that's still good. You might have to yeah. tighten a few things with an Allen wrench. You know, yeah. You can, yeah. You can, you can put You'll clothes in it or put it. You can put a reasonably sized flat screen on it for like a semester. It's not bad. Yeah. There you go. All right. We have the Alston Christmas roster. That's great. All right. Moving on. Uh, we went through the wide receivers. Two tight ends. I think we sort of addressed that in the first leg of the podcast. Yep. No young pass catchers. No youth. No speed. Uh, we've just got an athletic freak and an old steady Henry who hopefully is healthier than he was a couple weeks ago when he got dinged up in practice. Uh, and we believe that the offensive line will be contributing in large part doing most of the blocking since neither Henry or Gasicki will remind you of Gronk throwing people out of the club anytime soon. All right, we're moving on to the offensive line. 11, that's right. This one goes to 11. We have Trent Brown, Cole Strange, David Andrews, Michael Wenu, Riley Reef, Tyrone Wheatley Jr., Vidarian Lowe, City So, Antonio Maffi, Jake Andrews, and the recently reactivated off the NFI. So happy he tweeted out a meme of Mace Windu brandishing a purple lightsaber today. Calvin Anderson. Uh, can I tell you the first person that I'm stunned is actually on this list? Who? Riley Reef. Really? And they only kept him because they paid him a lot of money. And they didn't want to eat that. I, I'm, maybe positional versatility. Maybe they think they can still, if they get him healthy, get some decent play out of him. He did nothing to shine. Nope. No, it did not look great He's in the preseason at all. Jag at this point, guy. If the Bengals and the Bears and other teams, after one year deals, oh, have been my. like, "No, we're all set. We're <laughs> we're good." I just don't understand. Like, and Belichick's. All right, let's go through this real quick. Ooh, you're Bill Belichick's Bill? answer. No, I want to get your spin on this too. Belichick's answer to Chris Curtis the other day. I am far from the first person that will ever come to the defense of anything. Chris Curtis related on the air on Same. the Greg Hill show. Same. I figured. However, I thought that was a very fair question. He asked Belichick about the offensive line and the offensive tackle position and things not working out. And then Bill was like, Oh, I don't understand what you're talking about. You know, we, Signed a bunch of players in the offseason. We drafted some guards. I don't get it. It just was a lot of just like Belichick blather and a lot of the usual, you know, kind of grandstanding and, you know, Foxborough filibustering. And then a day later, he's at the podium this morning before things start going crazy. And he's like, well, you know, uh, yeah, we kind of basically, yeah, no, we're not good there. So we had to pick up some guys. They needed them. Yeah. He's the yeah. biggest hypocrite in history. Right? I was like, I like, like, come on, Bill, just. 
Welcome give to my the, world. Give the adults an adult answer every now and again. I mean, yeah. I do lots of dumb things. Here comes Andy going, yeah, you do. But uh, all right, fine. Shut, shut up. Wearing that <laughs> hat was one of them. What's wrong with the hat? Looks like a white salad bowl on your head. It's huge. Well, because I have a giant head. It's an eight. Look at that. But it's a nice, that's a nice looking hat. That nice little chrome plate. You know why you turned it around? You're embarrassed of the logo right now. Not even supporting your team. My head is so oddly shaped. I almost don't even look good in a forward facing hat. It's just not the same. See? I always look like. No, I know. I'll turn it back around. But the point being, still like these ants, shut up. But the point being, again, you with the mustard colored hearts hockey turkey farm shirt on yeah and throw a light on next time could you like i don't want to mad patricia's could you sit up maybe throw a light on on the youtube if you get a chance you know what if bill had had the cuts out when they were mandated and not four (laughs) hours later it would have been well lit i would have been in a good mood i wouldn't have been like sweaty and greasy and tired but you know what screw him screw y'all this is what you get when you get it well, I apologize to our YouTube audience and our listenership who just had to put up with 45 seconds of the two of us bickering. But we are on brand. Anyway. Um, oh, so just yeah, real Reef, quick, though. Yeah, the, that answer was good. I thought that answer, like, just talk to, like, we're not they stupid. Come on. They haven't invested. So they took uh, Isaiah Wynn in the first round. We all know how that played out. Like, mm. he was hurt a lot. He was okay at times then he was a problem last year it was just better run blocker than pass blocker yes didn't play out well they haven't taken a first or second day tackle since yadni kajust a year later now they've obviously cole strange which some would say yeah but they kind of created the cole strange hole by trading away shack mason so they filled a hole they created the cole Um, hole all right and it the reality is the position of tackle in the national football league you generally get it one of two ways you draft high or you pay high. One like mm-hmm. either or. You pay or you draft high. There's, you go get Broderick Johnson or Paris Campbell Jr. or you yep. pay Orlando Brown. Or you do neither, and then you scramble and make trades and have a bad offensive line heading into the season. Patriots chose option C. Door number C on the yeah, make what, of the, the, what the frig ever happened? It was some hay and some crap. Matt Light, second round pick out of Purdue. Sebastian Vollmer, second round pick. Uh uh, uh, what's what's his what's his frig over there? Nate Solder. Uh, so thank you. I was gonna say Nick Solder. Nate Solder, first round pick out of first Colorado. Round. I don't like what happened. Like just because you get burned one time by taking somebody who probably should have been playing guard because he had shorter arms and smaller hands and putting him out at tackle doesn't mean that you can't dip back in the well. Like it's the same thing with Nikhil Harry, who by the way was cut by two teams that the Patriots lost to last year, Minnesota and the Bears, this past off season. That 2019 draft won't just go down in history as one of the worst Patriots drafts of all time. It may be studied. Like they may have to build a sad reflecting pool with like an eternal flame and like a keeper of the flame to inform people. Like it's the Jedi temple of terrible drafts as to how bad the 2019 draft was. You know, what's getting worse by the day last year's draft. The one that you dubbed awesome and great and foundational and tremendous, and they're all playing. And they're this, and they're I'm that. not sure if awesome, great, maybe foundational could have been. All ten players contributed in the win last year to Cleveland. What the dink has happened to them since? There, most of them have been asked to leave the team, <laughs> <laughs> and others may. Oh, the bloom is coming off the grow. I don't like. Oh it. yeah, growing pains. Oh, what, Mark? Uh, I'll work with that. I will work with that. Well, you have them on the job when you're learning it, and there may have been other people more qualified. Hashtag possible nepotism. 
Uh, Andy, any other surprises here on the list? We'll see what Trent Brown does. Cole Strange, the Cole Hole. David Andrews, if he's not healthy, you got a couple other guys. James Ferentz, fare thee well. The two new guys you just traded for, obviously they were going to make it. Moffy, the better of the two guards this season. I, I'm I'm good with the city, so experiment at right tackle. Like, let's just kick him back in and see what happens. Maybe, Maybe draft. so, so at right tackle. Oh, say it isn't so. Uh, yeah, and Calvin Anderson, we don't know what he's going to be. I, I don't imagine he's going to be your starting right tackle. I don't and, know what any of these guys are going to be. I, no. Literally. <laughs> David Andrews. Actually, I would throw David Andrews in there because he's right about on the cusp of that, like, huh, is he starting to get old? Like, you watch a couple games and just start to wonder, is he starting to age before you're out? Like, I don't know if Cole Strange takes the next step. I don't know if Trent Brown is engaged and ready to go or he's going to be a speed bump for people that mm -hmm. are better than Dietrich Wise. No offense to Dietrich Wise, but Trent Brown will face better pass rushers than Dietrich Wise. I mm -hmm. literally have no offensive lineman that I feel good about right now. Mike Onwenu is the closest thing. The question mm -hmm. with him is, where are you going to put him? I don't know where you're planning on put him. He hasn't played right tackle in a while. If you're going to bump him out there, there's a little bit maybe of a refresher, get your feet under you again at that position. He's been a guard for like, I don't feel great about a single Patriots offensive lineman. Good luck, Mac Jones. And once again, gentle reminder, the best pass rush in the last five to 10 years in the NFL is coming to town with potentially a new, faster, stronger guy to replace the guy last year that was awesome and got paid a hundred million dollars by the San Francisco 49ers. All right, now let's move to the other side of the ball. Let's flip the script from the O to the D. Uh, I think we feel a lot better about the defensive line. I thought Lawrence Guy could have been in jeopardy as we look at the defensive line. Hater. And no, big fan. Just thought Hater. the way that he, no, that he played against Green Bay, the weird contract. But Belichick loves him. We know he's versatile. So we lose big Carl Davis. Fare thee well. Sam Roberts, ya guy with the tree trunk legs, earns a spot. Good for him. Keon White, the human action figure, Dietrich Wise, or now he's calling it Dietrich. Dietrich Wise may or may not be my pick for Patriot, most likely to surprise this coming season. Our other guy earlier, uh, before we started the preseason action, Daniel Equale, Lawrence Guy, Christian Barmore, and uh, one of the best defensive tackles in the league, or so we're told, Devon Godshow. Yeah, it's a solid group. It's what we yep. talked about. It's yep. It's got youth. It's got experience. It's got versatility. It's got potential. Um, I don't really think there are any surprises there. I don't, you know, the Carl Davis was sort of the odd man out as a veteran. Um, yeah. I, it's a good group. Like there's no, mm -hmm. you're right. You weren't the only one that thought Lawrence guy. And when Mike Reese even talked about Lawrence guy could be a surprise cut. Um, but they end up with seven and that group is the opposite of the O-line. I actually feel really good about pretty much everybody on that list to Same. do their job, do their role, fill their need. So mm -hmm. Good group. I think that they will acquit themselves quite nicely this season. They're quitting? Uh, Why? Because the offense is so bad? <laughs> safeties. I'm going to jump to safeties real quick. Safeties, there are four. Kyle Duggar, Adrian Phillips, Jabril Peppers, Jalen Mills. Sorry, Joshua Bledsoe. Mr. Joshua didn't work out. Maybe he makes it back to the practice squad. He could use a full, healthy season. Injuries have beset his progress over the last couple of years, kind of like they have with Ronnie Perkins. Uh, I think we feel excellent about that group. Jalen Mills will play the free safety. And then you have three hybrid linebacker safety, strong box hammers in Duggar who wants to get paid. Adrian Phillips, who's the veteran of the group and Jabril Peppers, who is the healthiest he's been in a couple of years since he tore his ACL with the giants. Hopefully we get a big season out of him. Now, Marte Mapu was actually listed with the linebackers of which the Patriots kept eight. 
the edge defender. I know that more qualifies as linebacker than its own category. Matt Judon and Freddie Jennings might, might actually have a decent season coming up. We'll see about that. Uche, Juwan Bentley, Andy's favorite, Jelani Tavai, Marte Mapu, Chris Board, special teamer extraordinaire, and Mac Wilson Sr. Mac Wilson Sr. kept as a coverage linebacker, special teamer. What do you say? Jack of all trades, master of none. Um, yep. You know, a lot of people thought he might be on the outside looking in. He had a really tough game in Green Bay, played a lot, did not play well. Um, but I actually thought at times on the practice field, he showed some athletic versatility in this whole modern positionless football defense. When you want to put a bunch of guys that can move around on the field in a pinch, I think you can get him out there. Now he comes at the cost, but one of the guys we've talked about um, is Calvin Munson. I mm -hmm. think Calvin Munson deserved to be on the roster and there's reports he was cut, but likely to come back in sort of the maneuverings of the day after. Um, if he doesn't, if he doesn't get swiped, I mean, he looked good. Other teams got plenty well, of tape I, on that awful game against the Titans. I don't believe he has to pass through waivers. He is the classic Brandon Bolden guy that they cut and say, just stick around. We'll re-sign you tomorrow. So Ooh, has he on. played enough that he actually qualifies for, cause I, he's been in the league for, Calvin Munson's a five. He does not go through waivers. So he will be sitting tonight in his apartment in Foxborough, knowing that he will be employed by the New England Patriots tomorrow. I would bet on it. Getting a lesser check, but hopefully one day elevated back to the roster. Because I was oh, no, I think he'll be on the too. roster tomorrow. I think he will be elevated back to the roster. Actually, within the week. I, I may not say tomorrow. Within the week, he'll be on the roster. All right. If only FanDuel offered odds for that, that could be your bet of the week. Uh, all right, let's go to, uh, we'll go quickly to specialists. Cause I want to finish on your new house of cards. Okay. Specialists. Chad Ryland wins the job, yep. the upside of his youth, his strong leg. The fact that they spent a fourth round draft pick forces the legend of big kick Nick to be traded today to the Tennessee Titans and old pal, Mike Vrabel, where I bet you he has an excellent season because the climate is much warmer. They'll be kicking a lot of field goals down in Tennessee this year. For a seventh-round draft pick, just a seventh in 2025 on a kicker-needy team. I thought they maybe could have gotten a little more. but mm, There were other kickers are available and on the market, so I don't know you want to press that. Get something they got something. They got something. Yep. They got something. We wish him well. Fare thee well, big kick Nick. Via con Dios, thanks for the memories and all the big kicks. Bryce Barringer, easily P1, punter one. Corliss Waitman could be a practice squad candidate, uh, a left-footed punter, definitely better than the Pilardi party of last year. Joe Cardona, the highest paid long snapper in the NFL because Belichick, Matthew Slater, and of course, brother school, Brendan Schooler. No surprises there. A solid unit. And hopefully Chad Ryland fixes the woes that beset him last week when you said he missed a kick in practice by, uh, a, I think it was a metric ton, a uh, a blank wow. load. It was more than a goalpost. A poop was a poop load. Uh, hopefully he gets it together. All right, let's finish with. Did you miss a mere speed there? No. He was actually listed at our final position. Yeah, that's bullshit. Excuse me. Um, wow. 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 Yeah, he's, he's a likely a special teamer, but no, no, he gets no, he's listed. He's a special teamer. There is okay. no doubt. He well, is someone a else listed. I would actually say Chris Board is also a special, special teamer. teamer. Oh, for of course. Yeah, he'll be. I would go. They they kind of went like eight deep on special Well, they kind of. Yeah, they did. But you kind of have to list guys in, uh, in certain spots. Anyway, when they're well, like obviously Ryland Berger, Cardona Slater, Brennan Schooler do nothing but special teams. And Amir Speed won't either, could, I don't believe. Well, hopefully not, but there he is. Uh, Isaiah Bolden, likely to injured reserve for a while. Hopefully not the whole season. Maybe he'll be there for a while. Oh, no, no, no. He's on IR for the season. 
Oh, he is. That's it. Yeah, you can't come back. Ah, that's right. Oh, shoot. Yeah, Otherwise, uh, he would have had to have made the roster and then they would have put him right. on there. So, He's okay. On IR for the year. That's a that's a head trauma, Foxborough flu. We wish you well, but we'll talk to you next year. And hopefully, because he was having a pretty good, pretty good camp, he was coming on as well before the yep. unfortunate injury in Green Bay. We finished with Andy's new house of cards, Connaback. All right. As it's listed here, Jonathan Jones, Christian Gonzalez, Marcus Jones, Jack Jones, fan favorite Miles Bryant. Uh, Amir Speed, and Sean Wade, who may have had a better camp than advertised. Andy, I'll start here. Has Sean Wade, quote, figured it out or solved the issue? Like, is he going to be a decent outside corner this year? Because he, no, excuse me, he thrived at Ohio State in the corner, and then he got burned on the outside. Yeah, he's a slot guy. I I think at best he is a Miles Bryant type where he'll be on the field and we'll probably bitch about what he's doing on the field. And Mm -hmm. It's weird because you said it. I think this is a house of cards. Christian Gonzalez is back on the practice field. That's great. He still has never played an NFL game. Mm-hmm. Jack Jones has two starts under his career. He's a guy that has his ups and downs in a variety of ways. A lot to do there. Jonathan Jones has been hurt for two weeks, and I know he spoke in the locker room, and that's great, but I can't just assume or presume that he's going to be 100% mm-hmm. in the opener when they – Reminder, face A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith and Jalen Hurts and, you know, a pretty good offense. Um, It's weird. Marcus Jones, you know what I think. I think he's not a great slot corner. Um, And then the weird thing here, based on the way everything is played out this summer, I kind of think Miles Bryant is like the surest thing in this group. Like he's healthy. You know what he is. He's not good, but he's not bad. Like he's yes, that I said it. Miles Bryant might be the surest thing they have right now. I did. I just I was just checking my headphones. Did I hear you say what I thought you said? Yeah. And that's why sure is poo. This is a house of cards because wow. Like I, I'm wow. Not this sure. really is going to be an Austin Christmas. Holy smokes! Oh, I would be on the lookout for a veteran corner. You know, amongst the positions you could be perusing on the waiver wire, if you could find a veteran corner. I would definitely be interested. We talked about some of the offensive positions, running back and tight end, where you have lack of depth. But cornerback, there's no lack of depth. You have six of them. Like, it looks good on paper. You have six names there, three play at a time. You got three backups. You got an extra one, blah, blah, blah. I I, I don't feel great about the group. I, I just, I really, really don't. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people feel. I, I mean, I feel better about it. It's funny because this is one of those positions where some people say, like, the Pats are stacked. The Pats are loaded. It's not the, quote, log jam that they have at wide receiver. Are those the same or people so that people said, said Bailey Zappi was winning the quarterback competition? Mm, mm, that's right. You're going to be careful who you listen to. I taught a yeah. co- somebody on Twitter that today. They're like, where's the media that said that there was a QB competition? I said, there never was one, and you're listening to the wrong media. If you, like, you got to pick your sources. It's just like politics, te- political TV. You got to know your source, and your source could be full of crap. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking right now at available players. I mean, the, the cornerbacks, old man Casey Hayward, who I liked would have liked to have seen them sign a couple I feel years like we've ago. Been talking about him for years. I know Bryce Callahan, Byron Jones, like Callahan nothing. Break pads. Yeah, ex- exactly. Good old Tommy boy, Harrison Hand. Never even heard of him. John. Re- I mean, uh, there's hand. It's not. It's not a great. It's not it's a great corner market for the looking for a hand. Yeah, nope. Nope. No, you you already upset enough people, or at least so I imagine with your airport diarrhea earlier in the first part of the podcast. No reason to go back there. So there you go, folks. There is your 53-man Patriots roster as of roster cutdown day, Tuesday, August 29th, 2023. Like we said, 
There will likely be some elevations from the practice squad, a lot of signings. You might have one or two players placed on injured reserve, most especially Tyquan Thornton, freeing up space for either a veteran quarterback, maybe another running back, could be a cornerback. We will see. Andy, any final thoughts on the uh, the shock, the awe of a single quarterback, two running backs, 11 offensive linemen, no Malik, no Zappy, and uncertainty as far as the eye can see on the 2023 NEP. I'm just going to ask you a question we've answered at various points throughout the offseason. How many wins? With this squad? Yeah, this one. The oh, one this one. Okay, the one we... Um, Eight. Oh, Fitzy's on the down seven for me. I'm I'm a little bit lower nope. than I was too. I'm up. I'm up. I'm up on. I'm up over the win projection total, which on some sites is seven and a half. I have to check it on FanDuel. Some at six and a half. Believe it or not. Yeah. Some of those sites, I, I think they are trending in the proper direction after the summer. I think it's it's warranted. I think there's a lot of questions with this football team and the Does time. Does it lack talent? You know, Bill likes to say, yeah. Oh, I don't look. Says here we don't play a football game until. Oh shit! Looks like we play one in like less than a week and a half. <laughs> well, oh, I was told football players play football when it's football season, and that's generally when they play football. Yeah, well, that's in just over a week and a half, and you have a hell of a team coming to town on the day you honor the greatest player in franchise, if not NFL history. I'm concerned that. For this all the years, I, I'm concerned this team is going to absolutely blow chunks. <laughs> More than I, no, I'm, on a third down play. Here's the problem, and I'll, I'll sort of end with this. Belichick doing business as Belichick does business, building a strong middle class and hoping to acquire solid football guys who do things the way he likes them done across the board with a utilitarian mid middle gridiron class may be a great idea, but when you don't have legendary talent, amazing signal callers, people that can bail you out of the heaping loads of crap you dug yourself into, like your Edelman's or your McGinnis or your Gronkowski's or your Brewski's or your Laws or especially your Brady's. And with a coaching staff that may just not be as good as the heyday of when you had your Romeos and your Weisses and your Josh's and your Flores. I don't know. I, I don't know. I could use an injection of two. I could use a couple superstars, Andy. I really could. And I hope a couple emerge on this team. Maybe Christian Gonzalez and maybe Ramondre takes the next step. And then Mapu, maybe Mapu, Marty Mapu. And how about Kyle? How about contract year Kyle? Any chance? Any takers? Sure. There's always a chance. The guys are there. Oh, let's end on a positive. Yeah. Okay. I'll let's end on a positive. A quick, just off the top of my head, guys who could positively yes. surprise you. Yes. Ramondre Stevenson, mm -hmm. Mac Jones. Kendrick mm -hmm. Bourne, mm -hmm. um, Marty Mapu, Kyle mm -hmm. Duggar, Christian Gonzalez, Jabril Peppers, and, I'll even throw in there. Yes, and I'll add one more. Dietrich Wise. I think if he if his six sacks season last year was not an enough, what if he has as many sacks, if not more, than Uche this year? Contract year Uche could be a thing, but what if Dietrich Wise is just damn rock solid all season? Then he'll be the rarest of rare, and Ramondre Stevenson might be in the same group. People that have had consecutive breakout years. Can you break out two years in a row? I don't know if that's possible. That question and more will be answered on the next episode of Six Rings and Football Things. Uh, this week, we'll see exactly when that comes because we are covering the midday show on WEEI Thursday and Friday. So please make sure you stay tuned to Gresham Fourier each and every day, of course. But Thursday and Friday will be on from 10 to 2. Fitzy and Hart, a lot of Six Rings talk and so much more. 
We're on Sunday. We're on month on Labor Day. When aren't we on at this point? I mean, we're just all over the dial. Gentle reminder as well to stay tuned to WEI for the heroic work they're doing, celebrating the Jimmy Fund and the amazing work providing support, medical care, research, and more to people stricken by the greatest coward of all, cancer. The telethon continues all the way through up until 10 o'clock on Wednesday night, wrapping up with me and Rich Keefe on The Rich Keefe Show. So please stay tuned. Give generously if you can to donate. Visit weei.com. All right, Andy, great job. Thanks, producer Justin Turpin, for everything. There it is. Roster Cutdown Day 2023. These are your 53 Patriots heading into the season for now. We will keep you up to date on the socials and so much more at weei.com and beyond as roster moves continue to be made, practice squad players, injury reserve, who'd they sign, who'd they lose, and so much more. For Andy, for Terp, for Cadlick, for everyone at weei.com and beyond, your old pal Nick Fitzy Stevens saying thanks so much for tuning into Six Rings and Football Things brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. Good day. God bless. There's your 53. Hopefully we sign a quarterback. And go Pats.